We landed the whale. Are you? Extraction. Indian kid. Drug lord's son. Rival gangsters holding this kid in Dhaka. Hey, Gaspar lives in Dhaka. Gaspar's out of the game. Clock's running at 16 hours, deadline Friday noon. Proof of life as of six hours ago. Yeah, I'll take it. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. I almost didn't unmute myself for that one. Sorry about that. No, it's okay. It would be uh, but, a much better podcast if you did unmute yourself. So, yeah. Oh, oh I thought you were going to say if I kept it un, un, on mute. But uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. I really do. No, no. It'd be, it, it's a better show because <laughs> who else would argue with me about really dumb things if uh, That's true. you were muted? So. Uh, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for coming back if you are, in fact, a return listener. And thank you for listening if you are a new listener. Uh, why you would pick episode 295 to be your first one, I don't know. But maybe that's what you wanted to do because you saw this movie on Netflix and wanted to hear what we had to say about it. So I am, yes. sh- I am. what is this episode? Well, yeah, 295, like I said. And we're talking about Extraction. Um, I am Sean it's, Allred. It's a dental movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah! I was gonna go. Isn't this a movie with, with uh, Richard Gere and uh, a gerbil? Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> was he the gerbil guy? Yeah, I think he was. The, oh, geez. Richard Gere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Richard Gere was the gerbil guy, right? I don't okay. know. This is all news to me, and I'm I'm kind of scared about it. I'm gonna look this up. Okay, <laughs> well, you do that. Oh, and by the way, I owe uh, I owe corny I owe corny some. Um, well, he's obviously, we'll do an introduction in a second, but I just thought about it. So two weeks ago when we had Corny on last, he was talking about the uh, the scene in um, Not Wide Over Tombstone when he says that Wyatt Earp says throw down. I'm like, that's not in that movie. He, he sent me the clip where not only does he say throw down, but he bitch slaps um, Billy Bob Thornton, who looks like he's about 14. Oh, um, nice. I totally forgotten about that scene. So Corny was 100% right. And even sent me the video file to prove that he was correct. So, uh, Good job, Corny. Yeah. I, uh, I sometimes think that I'm crazy, so I had to go back and verify that I was, in fact, not crazy. No, I... I uh, but we were, we were both thinking of different things at the time, so we're good. Yeah. No, it's fine. And again, on this podcast where... Um, people will argue for no reason at all. It's always good to base it on fact, even though the said person will still continue to argue even after fact has been shown. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, so I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew. She's going to get blood all over her dress, Jemison. That's gross, Sean. I mean, that's a woman Jeez. thing, and you shouldn't yeah. talk about that on a podcast. <laughs> right? 
God. Good Lord, dude. I mean, I'm a feminist, but come on. Gross. <laughs> oh, wow. You walked right in that one. You walked absolutely into that one. You know, well, I, if, her reg- I, if her legs were spread any further, he could walk right in. Oh, jeez. It was. A, it oh, was. God. It's funny, like, the only thing that I thought of in that scene was, like, his guards are kind of terrible that they let her just walk into the men's room. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe it was a unisex bathroom. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if India is that progressive or not. But Sure they are. Um, yeah, I mean, you was know. Was it India or was it Malaysia? They were in uh, India. They Bangladesh. Were, they were, yeah, Bangladesh, Bangladesh, right? Bangladesh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bangladesh, yeah. Sorry. All the actors were Indian. That's why I got confused because I read that in the trivia. Um, uh, that like all the actors that are supposed to be Bangladeshis, I can't remember. It's a like whatever that word. People from Bangladesh, they were all Indians. They were all <laughs> and mash and mash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were, they Dude, were, if I was from Bangladesh, I would want to be called a banger. That's no. just I wouldn't make it a national decree. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, sure call them bangos. Yeah. Cornelius, you'll get an infection in that sewer, Logan. All I can think of is how spicy is that shit? <laughs> uh, oh, right. Yeah, an Indian sewer. Mm, if it is Indian or Bangladeshian sewer, yeah. I mean, that has to be some like acidic, bubbly, you know. Well, yeah, and, and he's got it like be that bad. There was a rat that swam around in it. So. I mean, and he's got like open wounds all over his body. I mean, just ugh. Uh-huh. I know. Well, it's also it, he doesn't care at that point either. Well, yeah, right? yeah, a bullet's gonna yeah. get you, you know, sooner than um, Ebola and foot and mouth. But yeah, <laughs> and foot and mouth. <laughs> yeah, guess you're right. Uh, and, like, well, maybe. Uh, well, yeah, who knows. Um, and Sam, RPG to the chopper for the win vector. For the win! And Sean, yeah. just so you know, this movie provided me ample opportunity to find some way to off you mm-hmm. uh, in unique and, and interesting ways. Sure. And I want you to know that if we were ever struggling on a Bangladeshi floor and there was a rake in the corner, yeah, right? I would certainly scratch you with that rake and then watch you die from uh, the infection. <laughs> A slow death from tetanus. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's weird. Um, yeah. so, that's not at all go. where I thought you were going to go, honestly. There no? Was, you didn't think so? Okay. No, there's lots of ways. I figured, you know, I'd, I'll hit you with a truck and then I'll... Um, yeah. No, scratch me with the rake. That's interesting. Yeah, I'll scratch you with the rake. And then throw you in the sewer. Oh, yeah. Uh, that that should speed it up a little bit. Yeah. Just, just give him, like, early. three paper cuts and just stick his arm in the... <laughs> yeah, that water. Let the, rats nib- let the rats nibble on me a bit. Exactly. Oh, that's gross. All right. By the way, uh, Bangladeshi is the correct term Bangladeshi. for English and or see, see, this is why we need nice. Corny back on the show full time. Yeah. Is that he gives us this insight. Corny on the case. He's he's willing to do the research that neither one of none of us are going to do. Oh, none of us. Uh, Snopes does have an article about Richard Gere and the gerbil. Oh, jeez. Uh, is it is it true or false? Uh, it's probably false. You know, just for purposes. But well. Oh, what the heck? We we can start rumors. It's not like Hollywood people listen to this show, so it's fine. 
let's uh, move on to this is Extraction 2020s uh, Extraction. This is an IMDb original film. Uh, it actually aired or was released on Netflix not three days ago from the time of this recording and uh, directed by Sam Hargrave, written by Joe Russo and uh, the other Russo. Uh, who you would know as the directors of um, Avengers Infinity War, Endgame, and yep. the last two... Uh, uh, Airbender. Um, uh, Captain America movies, two and three. So, he, uh, uh, this And this director, Sam Hargrave, not a director. Well, I mean, he's a director in this movie, but he's not directed other things before. This is his first feature... He's mostly known as the stunt coordinator on such films as in Avengers Endgame, Deadpool 2, Infinity War, Thor Ragnarok, something called Wolf Warrior, The Saint, the movie, Atomic Blonde, The Accountant, Suicide Squad, Captain America, uh, Civil War. Basically, he does action things. And you think? A lot of them. <laughs> uh, he loves bridges. Holy cow, does he love bridges? Yeah, he does. Uh, yep. gosh, yeah, he did a bunch of stunts. I mean, back back in the days of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies and Bridges in Madison County. Um, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> That's where I knew him from. Yeah, yeah, Bridges. He was the stunt double for Clint Eastwood in the bathtub. Oh yeah, I've seen that movie. Uh, so yeah, this movie, man, I, I'm excited to talk about it. Um, Sam and I already kind of chatted earlier, uh, off air uh, or offline about this. And I'm looking forward to see what, uh, what Andrew and Corny have to think about it because I flip and love this movie. So we'll, uh, go from there. Sam, if you'll give us your five word review. Yes. Uh, my five word review. Let's see here. What in the world could I say? Um, that would, hold on, let me pull it up on the computer. All right. So are we ready? Yeah. Okay. Um, I have stunt men should make movies. Okay. Gun foo like I want. <laughs> okay. And nineties action movies rebooted today. Okay. That there's. Yeah, right. So I enjoyed the snot out of this movie. And like my last one said, it's got all the tropes of a 90s action, right? This this was sounds like it was written in the mid-90s. You know, one guy against the world, you know, he, he he's just, you know, upset at something. You know, all the odds are against him. You know, lots of action, lots of bullets. But it added that Jason Bourne, John Wick um, the raid type of, uh, how can you say it? Just action to it. And I loved every second of this movie. Yeah, well, I can't say every second. There were some slow parts that even my wife who never watches movies, watched this with me and enjoyed it. But even she said, eh, this is getting kind of slow here. Right. But I think it's mainly because the action is so darn good. You desperately want more of it. Um, this movie showed us things that I haven't seen before and, and in terms of how people can get killed and how guns can be used. And, uh, I, I just enjoyed the crap out of it. Um, I, and I think I mentioned to, to Opie earlier today that, uh, I would love to see a team up with, uh, John wick and, uh, this guy. Um, I think that would make for, for one hell of a movie. 
And uh, I'm hoping more action movies go this way. So that's what I got. It's good. Yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah. I, I can't really disagree much with that. Um, and we'll, we'll get into some more of the uh, kind of the, 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 the gunplay and, and some of the action specifically and how, like what worked and what didn't work. And, um, and it was funny when, when we were talking earlier, Sam, I was like, gosh, I hope this isn't just going to be 45 minutes of us all going, man, this movie was great. Uh, there was a couple of things I thought about later. I was like, oh, that's kind of, mm, I don't know what that is. It's a little annoying, I guess. I don't know. Maybe lazy, yeah, lazy yeah. writing. I don't know, but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get, we'll dive into that. Andrew. Well, oh, yeah. 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 We'll get there. Andrew. Okay, I've got two. I've got one that's an audio five-word review. As, a, um, as opposed to... The first one, I'm... Sorry, the first one is uh, is actually a six-word review. Oh. Uh, and this is mm. Thor Plays in the Streets. <laughs> and then here's my audio review. Okay. <laughs> okay. Lots of shots. Everywhere. Oh, um, you're not wrong. No, you're not wrong. I don't think I've. I don't know what the um, bullet, the bullet count, count in this movie was, but it must have been astronomical. All of because them. Because he shot I, all yes, every one of them. <laughs> uh, but I thoroughly enjoyed this. I, it was what I have been wanting to see for a while in yes. an action movie. Uh, I did find a few things that bothered me. But not about the movie itself, about about how well I'll see if we if anybody hints on them later. I won't give it okay. away right, right now. Uh, but it was just it was about not the storyline, but the physical making of the movie. Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the, but everything was I felt like I was living in a video game that I really <laughs> liked playing. Right. Yeah, where every now and was, then you get a you get a special cut scene, right? Uh, yeah. Where you get to see some some awesome kind of action. Yeah, and I think that this, I, I usually say that we've seen stories like this before, but this one, honestly, I mean, we have and we haven't. Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, we've seen the mercenary who has to save a kid. We've seen that, but maybe not in this in this aspect. Because he's, he has to, there's some internal fights that he has to have with himself, I think. Some internal struggles. Well, about, well do you think that was um, Chris Helmsworth, um, just the acting? Because, maybe so. You know, the 90s movies stuff, they all had their inner demons and, you know, something wrong with them internally. They just maybe couldn't act as well to make you think that was, was driving him, not just to get to the next action scene. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, no. Because because Chris in this movie too had to had to decide very early on that he was going to take care of this kid and not just abandon him, right? Because basically, ever since his team was was killed off and they found out there was no money, there was no incentive financially for him to do any of this stuff. Right, and and I guess that's where the backstory of I've lost my son comes into play and and now he's fighting for this other child that is kind of a surrogate if you will exactly yeah 
But anyway, yeah, that's where yeah. I stand up. Cool. Uh, yeah, Corny. Okay, I think I got three. Uh, let's see. The first one is... What? Go ahead, Corny. You're good. Oh, yeah. Sorry, good. Sean was shaking. He was waving his phone. I was, I was. I was. I'm sending a message to Andrew. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just like shiny object. What, what do you want me to do? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, uh, so the um, uh, so the first one uh, is uh, I've uh, I've already seen the Mandalorian. Um, <laughs> second one is Miss. In opportunity, oh, uh, sorry, should have been called extortion. Ooh, ooh, and uh, last one is I think this movie's authorable. So, uh, it's what authorable, 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 but with Thor. Okay, I got you. Yes. I was like, that's not a word. <laughs> okay, I got what you're saying now. I do what I want. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So I would. I, I actually saw that this was coming out, and I thought, All right, I kind of want to watch this movie. And uh, when you reminded me, this is it. I said, Oh yeah, I did want to watch this one. So uh, I went into it and uh, had a fairly good time. And uh, like you guys have already said, uh, it, it did. There were parts where it just didn't move along. Like when he wasn't punching people in the face or breaking him in the face. Uh, it just kind of died. But outside of that, the, uh, I guess the, the mechanics of the movie in terms of storyline was absolutely the worst part of it. But everything else, visually, uh, pacing-wise, I actually think it was pretty solid considering things we've watched before. So I actually uh, still like this movie even with just parts of it. The parts of the movie. Like this whole thing is just a collection of parts of other movies, but I think it I think it did real well for what it was supposed to be. I don't think this is ever a love story. This wasn't a overarching redemption thing. I think this is um, let's make a movie where we get to kill a bunch of people and we'll throw in something for the ladies or whatever whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Okay. So so you didn't like it as much as we did. You think? No, I don't think I liked it as much, but I didn't hate it. Um, like, would I watch it again? Absolutely. Possibly watch it again. As a matter of fact, probably will watch it again. Um, just to go back and see if there's anything that I, I, I missed. But um, uh, he and the uh, the other uh, Chris Hemsworth kind of person in this movie, uh, I guess both had uh, incredible plot armor. Um <laughs> <laughs> I've been hit by a car before, and uh, you just don't get up and walk away. Like it's, uh, it's uh, not great. Wait, you don't? <laughs> no, no. Uh, sometimes you lay out in the street for a couple minutes unconscious, then you come to with your face bleeding, and then you pick up your bike and then you walk home. But until then, <laughs> ow. Yeah. Okay. So, I didn't need a stunt man. Ah. <laughs> or maybe you did and that's the problem yeah it hurt it hurt a lot no sure uh okay yeah so what about you sir sean oh yeah me yeah sean so yeah my, you're in this too oh jeez. sorry make me feel bad um yeah should 
Okay, my I only did one, and it was just simply best one shot ever seen. <laughs> no, I've not seen nineteen. 19- th- wait, 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 wait! You think it's better than the Daredevil one shot, the uh, hallway scene? Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. Because I know how they really? did that. I know how they did that. That's that was that was. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that was what? A, oh, okay, I see. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's saying. a couple of dudes choreographed with a camera on a on a uh, a ceiling mounted rig that just goes back and forth. This is camera that's on foot that gets into a car that's then on a dolly that then gets out of the car and then like you know, like the I mean I could I could tell where some of the swipes are where some of the cuts are um, yeah. because. After about the first four and a half minutes, I started looking for them, and they were just so well hidden. It was, I mean, it was one of the most beautifully shot action scenes I've ever seen. Um, yeah. That didn't, that wasn't heavily CGI'd. You know what I'm saying? Like, Have you, did you see 1970? I haven't. I was, I was trying to say okay. that. Okay. I haven't seen 1970, right. which I know the whole movie is that. And, yeah. and I want, I do want to. I just, I haven't yet, but. And there are other movies and other shows and things like you mentioned, Daredevil. Um, oh, yeah. Where they do the long track and, and things. And, and obviously, we've gotten better at hiding the cuts. I mean, one of my favorite of all time is the opening to Serenity, the, the movie. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. We, we introduce the entire crew, and there's only one cut. There's only one that they do, and that's because when they shot it on film, they shot it on 35 millimeter, the, the, the can can only hold so many feet of film. But when you're shooting digital like this, it doesn't really matter. So the only time that there was any cuts was when they're transitioning from car to street or from whatever. And even then, those were still really great um, and and pretty seamless as far as the... You know, so I that stuff, that, that wowed me. The yeah. the slow parts I didn't notice at all were slow. We you know he's hanging out with the dude um, from Stranger Things, and the moment I saw him on camera, I'm like, oh, he's gonna betray him because oh, me too. I did the same thing. As soon as he was on camera, I'm like, yeah, he's gonna betray him, and and so honestly, the scene worked for me because I I felt tension. Um, maybe it was self imposed. Maybe the directors didn't mean for it. I don't know, but. Once, as soon as they were in that house, I'm like, and he, as soon as he leaves and he says, I'm going to go kiss the wife. And the dude's like, you're, you're married. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, no, he's not. He's going to go tell everybody where you are or whatever. You know, like I, I knew that was happening. Yeah. Um, but it didn't bother me. And I, and I, the, the slow scenes I, I actually enjoyed because you, sometimes you need to catch your breath and, and, and just, Take a moment to. We need a little bit of backstory sometimes. Sometimes you just need to for the the actors to just have a chance to act and talk and and. Well, yeah, I think in a in a movie like this one that has so much action, you've got to have some. Yeah, breathers. I mean, yeah, and that's. But you're, yeah, yeah, very true. You got to have a breather. Yeah. But you know, in the moment, you do want more action. I mean, I'll I'll give you that much. You know, I'll say that much about it. Yeah, no, I, again, I understand, like, because especially after that amazing car chase scene, you're like, you're sad that it's over. It was 11 and a half minutes. That's a long time. And, and that's, you know, and to shoot stuff like that is labor intensive and it takes, you know, weeks to edit, you know, not edit, but to, to film, you know, things like that. So, you know, I, 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 I appreciate that he, we get a little bit of backstory that his son died and his wife left and, 
And so then it gives it gives more weight to the fact that, yeah, he's going to save this kid no matter the cost because it's not the kid's fault that his dad's a bad guy. No. Um, but here's my two beefs with the movie, two real big beefs with the movie. All right, grill it, grill it. Beef number one, if the bad guy in the movie, the real bad guy, I'm not saying that the dad isn't a bad guy because he's a bad guy, but the villain yeah. of the movie, if he is so powerful, I mean, he basically runs the country, right? He's got a colonel. Runs the city, yeah. Yeah, runs the city. He's got a colonel in his back pocket that he can threaten to his face and in front of other people that can that has the ability to lock down the city like like government, right? Like the actual government's going, no, nah, okay, this colonel just called in a lockdown. That's fine, because what's his face? If he's that powerful, why hasn't he just walked into the school and just taken the kid? Sure. Like, like, why did they need him to be away from, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he went to a club, and then they shot that poor kid in the face. Like, it just, it didn't, it seemed like an unnecessary... You know what I'm saying? I just this dude. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he did not want a beef with the police or the that side of that the area that he was going into. He had to do an op basically to get this kid out. But it didn't seem like it mattered. You know what I'm saying? Like the police and the army were working for him. I mean, like yeah. Like we as the viewer, we typically don't want to watch policemen get shot. But all no. of the people that died in this movie were either policemen or soldiers. And we don't care because they work for the bad guy. Yeah. You know? So, like, it just seemed like a dumb... Re- like, it, it just... It felt like... I guess in my opinion is that if we showed this kid with constant bodyguards all the time, dudes with earpieces and sunglasses that were constantly heavily armed, then it's like, yeah. okay, now I see why he needed to wait until he snuck out. But it didn't feel like he was all that... Pretty. He got in the car with his other friends and just... It just felt like a kid, like a rich kid just kind of hanging out, um, which I guess, gosh, in Bangladesh, you get to go to a club at, at what, 14? Um, yeah, well, if his dad owned the city, basically. Well, I guess. You know. You know, I was thinking, actually, um, all jokes aside, uh, maybe it's a uh, Johnny Tapia kind of situation where uh, he doesn't want to cause undue harm to other children. No, granted, Johnny Tapia's kid was just a little girl, however... Yeah. Yeah. So you're not wrong, Corny, about the Johnny Tapia thing and and him not wanting his daughter hurt. I just this this movie is a dick to kids. I mean, yeah. Like that one big dude's throwing kids off the roof. Like I don't know. I just like a watermelon. I mean, it's kind of messed up. Oh, this God. movie is rough on children, and uh, and I do like that that that, that one kid that's kind of clever. He's like, oh, I know who took the money. It was such and such, Sanjeev or whatever. And he's like, well, who's that? He's like, the kid you just threw off. And then the boss is laughing. He's like, that's pretty clever because there's no way to prove that, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and then he's like, cut off two of your fingers. And then that reminded me of the Jack Reacher movie where the guy messed up and he had to bite off his thumb and he couldn't do it, so they shot him. Um, Oof. Yeah, so... Uh, but, but like, but that kid, he came back and when he fought Chris Hemsworth and Chris Hemsworth just like open hand slapped him around. <laughs> um, I was like, you know what? That kid's going to come back at the end. It's going to be a, that reminded me of the, the, uh, karate kid, this new one. 
Yeah. Where uh, Jackie Chan was was literally trying not to hurt them, but they kept hurting themselves. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah this was, was a little bit less like that. This was a little bit more Chris Hemsworth, like, okay, I'm going to beat you guys up a little bit because you're trying to kill me. Yeah. And uh, he, yeah. I mean, he. I wonder how that scene goes. So, Chris, uh, what are we going to do here? Yeah, what do you want me to do? Uh, so we're going to have you. <laughs> Sylvester you Stallone, what did you do? What are you doing here? Is <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. Or was it? <laughs> All right, it was, it, was, it was my attempt at a Christmas birthday. It didn't work out. But, uh... <laughs> got to have a little Australian in there. Uh, it was a little more Stallone-ish. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I, I, I realized that. I, I, I rather enjoyed it. Just yeah, so you know. that's, that's pretty great. Anyway, go ahead. What were you saying before we so uh, rudely interrupted yeah, you? Kid falls down to a splat. We can move on. Oh, jeez. <laughs> kid falls down and goes splat. All right. Now well, it's. He's squished up real good, Paul. I watched it. I saw it. Jeez. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so that was one of my, my, my beefs with the, with the show. Okay. The, Interesting. The other one that I had um, was. Double beef. There oh. we go. It was that. Um, <laughs> nice. It's the only picture I got. Was that um, the other guy that so the guy that's in charge of protecting him, right? The kid. Uh-huh. Yep. Who um, who double crosses the team? The, I, we were lovingly calling him the uncle. The uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll call him yeah, uncle, uncle Ben, whatever. So. He felt a little OP and a little, um, not just overpowered, but like omniscient, you know, okay. like, like all he does is he calls the team and says, we will pay you this amount of money to come get the kid. Right. And obviously in order to get him, they, they, he didn't have the money. I guess the drug Lord wasn't as rich as say the other guy. They had froze all his assets. Yeah. Yeah. They froze all the assets. So he doesn't have the money to do it. So he, he hires this team to come in and then double crosses them. But like he knew how to sneak onto a boat with these two guys, break the engine, kill them, sneak off the boats where the sniper was staring at it, kill the sniper I felt like if he was this good at doing that, he could have just gotten the kid back himself. Well, I thought of that too. I mean, they did mention he was some sort of special ops. I'm good with that. Form- yeah. Yeah. I'm totally. Uh, and, and, <laughs> and that's how I took, but, but I'm right there with you. At, at one point I thought to myself, uh, you know, I think I even said to Kimberly, you know, he could, he, he is just as good as Hemsworth. Why, why is he not saving the kid? Yeah. I just, yeah, I, I felt that at some point I was like, maybe maybe that plan was easier. You know, the this guy took the uh, the riskiest part, got the kid off. Yeah. Now instead of having to kill twenty guys to get him out, now he kills four fairly trained guys and he's done. Yeah. So it was, a, it was a lot more of an opportunity cost thing where he figured this was a lot less costly than than going in himself. Yeah, he just didn't expect to get hit by a van. <laughs> by oh my Chris God. Hemsworth. <laughs> um, that part cracked me up. I he laughed me with a van mouth. Uh, I laughed. That? I laughed out loud that part in the movie when he got hit and he flew. I mean, he he flew twenty feet. Oh man! And, and the, dented in the box truck or whatever that <laughs> was mean, behind was, him. It cracked me up. Oof. Oh my gosh! 
That part was great. <laughs> you know what else cracked up? What's the that? Ribs. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, no kidding. Uh. Um, some of the last notes here I'll, I'll, I'll run through before we get to um, to clips. And, and frankly, I don't have very many clips. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of dialogue that's worth capping um, because there's a lot of screaming. Yeah, you said capping. There, there's a lot <laughs> of uh, there's just a lot of swearing, um, yeah. and then. Yeah, it's kind of it. So you know, well, before you even get to that, one thing I uh, I didn't expect in this movie, mm-hmm. I thought it was all going to be Chris Helmsworth. I did not realize he had a team, and I like that aspect of it where he yeah. had the plan to get the kid was very well executed until you know stuff hit. the uncle showed up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, you're not wrong. And then and so when stuff goes sideways, you know, he's still relying on the team. And and by and and ultimately at the end it was the rest of the team that helped him escape you know especially with that woman who's kind of awesome with her uh, yeah you know her sniper skills and yeah it was Kimberly's favorite character and I'm not gonna lie when when the when things start going sideways I thought she was the one that was the betrayer I didn't <laughs> oh I did oh absolutely yeah yeah and I think the movie's trying to make you think that I mean honestly it wasn't until the end. Where she shows up with an RPG and blows up the helicopter, I was still not convinced. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, like were you blown away? I no, no. <laughs> um, I've continued just to keep talking with the show, but we've lost Andrew. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that. Now. We lost him a few he minutes ago. For a while. Uh. Well, so, it's not me this time. No, it's not you this time. It's which is um, pretty interesting. So I, I just so this is what it feels like when, when yeah. somebody drops off. The difference is, is is that like I noticed strange. it. Strange. I noticed it. I just kept talking because usually what happens with you is that you're just your your controller dies and you're yeah. not aware of it, and so I'm like, so Sam, what do you think? Because I can't tell, and then you're like, yeah. Oh, sorry, my <laughs> controller died. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'm going to cook through some of these uh, notes that I had, and then we'll we'll see what happens to Andrew sure. if he gets back in or not. Um, I did my first note was he's having a bad day because you know the movie starts off with him on the bridge. You know he's 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 pretty roughed he's up. Sp- Spitting blood is generally not a good sign. Yeah, yeah. And then and well, then we get the obviously not had my cooking. <laughs> <laughs> it's too hot, Corny. Oh my god. Oh, these these tacks and and uh, Chinese throwing stars they're, they're not digesting. <laughs> okay, uh, that's very strange. I mean, like, cause uh, the throwing star they're kind of big, so like, I wonder what kind of portions that you're trying to shove in your mouth that you're not seeing something the size of a mini disc. You know, yeah, it's probably the problem with the corny can hide a lot of things in that stuff. So. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm. I'm. We're we're still on corny cooking for just a second. But I laugh. There's a an episode of Big Bang Theory when uh, Sheldon's uh, mom comes to visit and she's cooking, and the guy, they're like, "Man, that smells good." And she's like, "Well, you want to know the secret to good cooking?" And uh, Penny goes, "Is it love?" And she goes, "Lard." <laughs> she's, oh, okay. <laughs> so anyway, lovely. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um. I did write down like, oh, the poor kid. I felt bad for the kid um, in this movie. He, and as the movie went farther and farther along, I felt 
worse for him. And then I felt real bad that he actually killed Stranger Things guy. Um, that's that's tough for a fourteen year old to pull the trigger. You know, I just um, yeah, I didn't I didn't see that coming honestly because usually what happens is like. The guy, kid has the gun. The guy's like, you don't have the whatever. And then like Hemsworth would have to step in and save the day. Um, but no, he did it. Uh, all right. So one of my notes is that I said that good thing they didn't trust that six-year-old kid, that eight-year-old kid with, um, with bullets for his gun or else Chris Hemsworth would have been in a world of hurt. Yeah. Um, uh, let me see. Well, honestly, if the rival bad guy I already mentioned that, um, the sewers were gross. Um, did he, oh, he did an Indiana Jones with the stick on the bike. I thought that was pretty cool where they were riding around the motorcycle. Those kids were, and he threw the stick at it. I thought that was, uh, kind of a fun little, little bit. You ever guys ever do that to anybody? Yes. Actually. Uh, I, I, I tried as a kid and I got worn out for it. Yeah. I, I did it too in the eighties, you know, Ruined somebody's bike and got in trouble. And yeah. They whined to their parents and bitches. Because <laughs> you why broke would, their bike. Why would a 30-year-old <laughs> <laughs> do that to kids? You're like Chris Hemsworth slapping these kids around. They were getting on my lawn, so I had to do something. You're like Chris Hemsworth slapping these kids around. Jeez. <laughs> How do you think I felt as a band director? Yeah. There you go. I, you know what, Sam, is funny. I think I did the same thing. I think we were all trying to screw each other up, and I think I did the spoke thing, and the right. guy got yep. really mad because it bent one of the spokes on his bike or something. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember doing something like that. Yeah, that was one of those where the parents had to get involved, and I'm sure my parents had to buy a new tire and all that sort of mess. So it was not a not a fun time. Yeah. Um, dumb kid mistake. Yeah, we're all dumb kids. Well, you're still just dumb. Things are handled a little bit differently in my, my neighborhood. Um, <laughs> if your bike got wrecked, it was probably your fault, and you didn't tell your parents. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Um, one of the funniest things I, I liked in the movie, there, as far as like action goes, in the, in the actual fight scenes, is that I, I just it cracked me up so much when Uncle, uh, dear Uncle Ben, is fighting with uh, the guys on the bridge. And he's got that one, you know, I guess he's a cop, right? And he's basically got him pinned to the ground with his gun, and then he reloads <laughs> the gun and then shoots him. I thought that was brilliant. I thought that was just so cool. Yes. Um, I, I agree also, on that one. I also, I don't know why, I just kind of like the idea of all the cops. They're, they're all wearing helmets. They're all wearing, like, riot gear helmets. I guess it kind of makes them, like, stormtroopers, so we don't, you know what I'm saying? Like... The only makes cop- them a little, a little more expendable, yeah. Because they don't have an identity, or you know, yeah. Well, it also makes them cheaper as far as having extras on set because you can use the same ones. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you true. have like three different dudes that are all in the in the in the Kevlar and wearing the hat and helmet or whatever, and it doesn't matter. So yeah, you're probably. I don't obviously we'll never know what the budget for this movie is because it's IMDb. They don't release that kind of information. Um, let's see. I had a Hemsworth, so. Just a couple million. Well, yeah, a, a few million, I'm <laughs> sure. Um, I mean, this probably, I mean, there's not a lot of CGI. There's not a lot of, uh, it was all filmed on location in uh, a couple parts of India and Bangladesh. So, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it's probably, you know, a $40 million film or something like that. And um, 
Yeah, you know, save money on extras or whatever. So there's that. Eight million in fake blood. Yeah, a lot of a lot so, of a lot of money in ammunition. I bet too. So you know what you want to know uh, what grinds my gears about this movie? Oh sure, because I, I liked it, but like I said, I had a couple of things that bothered me. Mm-hmm. Not once, not twice, but three times. We Where see somebody saying? at the bottom of, of a lake. A pool or a lake or something. How do you stay down there? Oh yeah, and yeah, sit. Have you never done that? It, yeah, but I your can, body's yeah. buoyant. You let out all your air and you can slink to the bottom and sit like that. Right. I've tried. I can't do really? it. Really? I don't oh. know if I'm just more buoyant. It could be all the <laughs> blubber. But uh, I, 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 while I was watching that, I was thinking, that's not possible. You can't do that, but I guess you can. I, I've done yeah. that too, but like I'm down there for like 15 seconds because it's one thing. I mean, I can uh, on a good day, I can probably hold my breath underwater if I'm not exerting energy for about a minute and a half, you know, maybe 75 seconds, 80 seconds, which feels like an hour. But 15 yeah. seconds when you have zero oxygen in your body. I mean, it feels like 10 minutes, you know, and mm-hmm. so when he went down, Hemsworth was at the bottom, I was counting because I'm always curious about this stuff, and he was like 40 seconds, and and of course, I'm thinking like, well, he went all the way down, and he's holding onto a rock or something, you know, like, because you see him a couple times let out some bubbles. So, Are you questioning I'm, Thor? Uh, How dare you? Well, yeah, Thor can be, fall- yeah. Thor is fallible. Let's just say that there was a day when I was in shape yeah, and when I had the, you know, I'd never had the body like Thor there, but I was in shape and I swam a lot, you know, when I was in Florida and, and, and the like, and I, I was able to hold my breath underwater for three minutes and 33 seconds. And it was wow. only be, well, number one, because I was exerting absolutely no energy and I was simply just dead float or dead manning it. Right. Wait, wait hold on. How, how long? Three minutes and thirty-three seconds. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you uh, you know you build yourself up to it. You have to you know you do it in stages, and you, you can't just go down in the first try and do thirty thirty-three. It's you know you just that's kind what of. She said. <laughs> but um. <laughs> but but I'm just saying it. It I believe it can be done. Um, and, and as long as you're not exerting any energy, you can stay down there for a long time. Also, what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. All well, right. that's that was thing one that bothered me. Thing two wasn't that obvious, and maybe it wasn't what I thought it was. Maybe um, it wasn't a strange audio cut. And Sean, I thought maybe you might notice it, but if you didn't notice it, then maybe I'm just hearing things. But the uh, Scene after they, he gets the the kid and they finally get to that like office room where they can kind of chill for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Did you notice any strange like sound cuts? Because there was a few times that it was just all this noise and then all of a sudden it's dead silent. And then I don't know. There's like no outside noise. It's just maybe it was going from such a noisy city street. To then going in a building, and maybe that's what it was. But to me, it sounded off, and I'm not sure what it was that bothered me. I don't know. But it, it hit me there. 
like, uh, a, like studio versus out in the open type of kind idea. of yeah, yeah kind of i don't know i Is um it? i didn't i i watched this on my big tv but with my sound bar as opposed to watching it on with my headphones so sometimes mm. when i'm watching it in the room like this i don't notice those kind of audio things like i do when i'm with my headphones right um, so like uh like American Assassin had a lot of audio, one hundred percent they're in a studio, mm-hmm. you know. But that's fine. Um, all right, uh, that's all the notes that I had. Oh, the last. Oh, here's the last thing I want to talk about before we really move on. Again, I don't have much clips because uh, I mentioned that earlier. And actually, you know what? I'm going to save it for the um, trivia because we'll talk about that there. It's more makes more sense to talk about there. So, clip number one. You hit him with the truck. Yep. There you go. You hit him with the truck. Yep. There you go. But that was kind of funny. You hit him with the truck. Yep. There you go. And this is Lots really people getting hit by vehicles. The only kind of true humor in the entire movie is uh, it's the first part of this. I captured the whole clip because I thought it was just neat dialogue back and forth. But this this part here. Cole Gaspar. What's going on? We just got attacked by the goonies from hell. We made it about four blocks. I said get rid of the kid. I don't give a shit what you said. We're in the worst smelling sewer on the planet. There's about 200 cops over our heads. Just call Gaspar. Tyler, I don't think that's a good idea. The guy who owes me is like me. Call him. There you go. The goonies from hell. <laughs> I like that. Didn't they just have a reunion show on... Uh... On like YouTube or something? Oh, I don't know. Did they? That's cool. Yeah, um, Josh Gad, I think, hosted it. Oh, that's cool. A guy that had nothing to do with the show, the movie. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that sounded really sarcastic and snarky. It was but, like a bitter shoulder. I mean, I it, know. Jeez, I, I'm just as qualified as that guy. I mean, <laughs> so anyway, I mean, what did Josh Gad ever do to you? Uh, he made that really terrible Olaf um, mini movie in between. The movies. Oh yeah, that was I was gonna bad. say, uh, show us on the podcast what he did to you. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you on the big brown chair where he touched me. <laughs> <laughs> and now for some more bad news. Ready? The single take action sequence lasts exactly eleven minutes twenty uh, thirty seconds. I mentioned that earlier, which is just it was so cool to watch. Uh, the child you see in the flashbacks on the beach is film actor and producer. I love how they had to add in producer Chris Hemsworth's real life son. Thought that was kind of cool. Cute kid. Yeah. Uh, this is what I'm gonna call the IMDb um, of the day of the week. I don't know if you could hear that. Where's my other one? Um, uh, crap. Where is it? <laughs> I had this queued up and I lost it. Gosh dang it. Uh, whatever. Um, it's what. It's it's the. I just. I don't think this is real. I don't know. I just. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> well, I can't find it. Uh, anyway, uh, according to this trivia, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Bruce Willis were attached as leads to the project at one point. Mm. No. No, I'm, I'm calling no. Yeah, they're right? a good call. I just... That doesn't seem real. That just... That seems like something... Oh, here we go. Um, that is one big pile of shit. Yeah, it is. It really is. I just... <laughs> um. That just feels like a trivia that's in every 90s action movie ever. Yeah. You know, like, 
like it felt like like cause that seemed to be a thing that happened all the time when there was an action movie that wasn't the sequel to another one that already had one of those guys. It was always like Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis, and uh, um, Dolph Lundgren were all in talks to make this movie. <laughs> it just so anyway. All right, so here's a really interesting one though that I like for the trivia. And I want your opinions of this. Director Sam Hargrave said in an interview about the film's ending, quote, we did it in a way that was purposefully ambiguous. If you view the movie and you feel that Tyler's redemption is completed through sacrifice, then you would see it in see that in one way with the kid honoring him through a vision. Or, if you loved the character and his overcoming all the odds to survive is what made the story happy for you, then you will see Tyler in the image. Hopefully, people will be satisfied with the ending no matter how they feel about the movie along the way. End quote. You just don't want to be the person who killed Chris Sinsworth in the movie. <laughs> so that's... Yeah, I, I thought it was okay. You know, it, it, it left the door open, yet... Yeah, it was it was ambiguous, and I I appreciate it. He got shot it. in the neck. No, he's dead. Yeah, but then he fell in water, and water cures all. Even bad Bangladesh water can you can cure all. Yeah, the the pressure from the water would would suture the wound. Like, well, well maybe if he were bathing in the waters of, of Central Africa, it, it might help. But <laughs> Central uh, Africa, oh. wow, that's a deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, there, there's exactly. no such thing as as Central Africa. Gosh, uh, just just to remind you that, that 178 fact. episodes later, we're going to bring that back up. I love it. <laughs> well, when, when I'm proven, I'm proved right for once. I'm uh, for once. I've exactly. got to, even to, you uh, just admitted I've it for put once. That in there. <laughs> even you just admitted it for once. Hmm, okay. Uh, I've got that, and I've got uh, no. That, you don't know what whatever. No, the bullets will explode in in space. Oh yeah, you can fire a gun in space. Yeah, no, you're you can right. Fire a gun in space. Yeah, yeah. And helium three is a thing. Yeah, we all learned that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that made me. <laughs> I was so confused by that too, but that's real. Helium three, <laughs> which which might be uh, happening soon, right? Because the president said, "Hey, whatever you guys." Oh, space force. Yeah, they're going to go up there and drill and bring stuff back from the moon. They'll find the moon Nazis. Oh, jeez. That's really happening. So I guess instead of the Sarah Palin character, it's going to be Trump in the movie, right? No, it's There's always an election year. Yeah. Um, anyway, I just was curious. Did you guys see that as Chris Hemsworth being back and alive? Or did you see that as it's it's just a guy or it's just him wanting to believe that he's alive or I just wanted, what do you guys think? I, got I took it. Did, did, okay. did the top fall or is it still spinning? I mean, basically is what we're asking. Uh, it is Sinsworth. He is uh, there and he's come back to finish the job. Oh, oh they hired okay. him to kill the kid. Oh, that's a dark turn. Yeah, man. I would just call it a turn, Sean. I mean, just because I'm here doesn't make it a dark turn. How dare you, sir? No. I say he's alive only because I would love to see uh, a sequel movie like this. Yeah, so I agree. I think I, my wife said, "Oh, do you think he's still alive?" And I said, "Yeah, because they want to make more money." <laughs> because I think this is. Uh, but actually, but here's the problem with that. And I thought about this earlier today. This director is this his first time? Yeah. directing. Yeah, first, right. First feature. Yeah. He he basically had this in his mind forever. 
you know, this is his dream child. This is his, what he wanted to look like, what he wanted to do. And I worry that he, I don't want to say this. I'm worried that he used up all his good stuff in this movie. Mm. Does that make sense? No, yeah, it does. I mean, that happens sometimes. You get an actor or a director comes in and, and, and you know, peaks early. I mean, mm-hmm. Michael Bay's made a career off of three good movies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah. He, he's made a bunch of really bad movies because of the success of Bad Boys 1 and 2 and Con Air. Not Con Air, but in The Rock. I mean, but yet the, 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 the Six Underground still had stuff that we were like, oh, holy heck, that was awesome. Oh, I forgot he directed that. Yeah, Six Underground was fun. Right. But like, but did no one. Really? Do what? Oh, that's right. He did, didn't he? Mm hmm. Yeah. I like that. I liked it too. We all we all had a good time with it, especially when Ryan Reynolds gets to use the Force like a Jedi. We thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway, that's that. Time for I gotta scroll back up in my clips to this thing. Excuse me while I whip this out. Well, Chris Hemsworth's character is very much a one man army, and that's what our top three is going to be: one men army or one person army, I should say. Andrew. Ah. Okay. Um, I have number three, a good old Denzel flick called Man on Fire. Yeah, that's a good oh, one. Oh, uh, yeah. And yep. that movie is amazing. It's on fire. It, yeah, it is on fire. Yeah, un- and, unfortunately, uh, the camera. Well <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, the camera operator was on fire because that is. That is the shakiest of shaky cams. And for those of you wondering why Sam is giggling as he is, uh, Andrew has just turned on... Just nestle up in there, uh, Andrew. Just nestle right up in there. A- Andrew yeah. has turned on his background image, and I think it's... Uh, I think it's Fat Thor. It's uh, Fat Thor from Ender's, uh, Ender's Game from Endgame. This is... Uh, oh, that's great. This is inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, number two, I have The Foreigner, actually, okay. uh, that we just watched not too long ago. All right. And then uh, number one, I have Shooter. Oh, neat. Yeah. Is it the Ma- Mach Wahlberg? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. He gets oh, wicked smart in that movie. Yeah, he is. That's right. Wicked, wicked spot. All right, Corny. Okay. Uh, my number three will be uh, Commando with... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I win. Oh. <laughs> I I'm surprised it, I, it's not number. I am totally surprised it's not number one. I'm. I'm it's actually not number one because uh, my number two is Jason uh, Bourne in the Bourne uh, franchise. Okay, the Matt Damon uh, Jason Bourne. Um, because that's the first time you get to see you know someone with uh, incredible fighting skills, but just gets injured and. The cool thing I like about his injuries is that his injuries go throughout the series. Yep. Like, uh, like he gets, you know, injures his leg. He's got a lamp in the third movie, that kind of thing. Um, and then my number one um, is John Wick. And <laughs> uh, falling in love with that movie the first time I saw it because he has the most ultimate of bad days. And he takes <laughs> it on everyone. It's so therapeutic to watch. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. 
All right. Hey, uh, that was what? So yeah, pre, uh, pre, pre-show, um, that's what I, I sent Sam a text. Yep, and that said, was it. He's going to say commando. I knew you were going to do it. So that was... Uh, of course it was. It's gonna be silly. So as a... Uh, <laughs> Uh, my my victory tune is gonna be. If you kill my dog, I swear to God, I swear to God, I get really mad. There you go. That's my my victory uh, sounder. There you go, Sam. It's perfect. All right. Uh, my number three uh, will be uh, the bride from Kill Bill. Okay. All right. Um, my number two is uh, the raid. I don't even know his name, but the guy in the raid is freaking amazing. Which re- this movie reminded me a lot of. And my number one, I'm right there with Corny. Um, insanely cool, uh, John Wick is just is just amazing. So yeah, that'd be my three. Cool. Uh, I just went a little different because I honestly figured that everyone would say John Wick. Um, so my honorable mention is any Jackie Chan movie. Just okay, all yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, you know, just Jackie Chan. Um, I'm more along. I went with less of the movie and more of the character. So I my next one was Jason Bourne. Um, okay, basically in the four movies that he did, uh, even the fourth movie, which isn't the best, it's still pretty cool. And I have, I have to admit, I love the fact that he uses a, an an audio visual. He uses a light fixture to blind the sniper. I thought that was actually pretty cool. Uh, even though he basically broke a two thousand dollar light fixture to do it, but still, whatever. Uh, my number two is. Uh, Judge Dredd from the movie Dredd, the the good okay. one with Carl Irvin, the one that that borrowed the the raid um, premise. Sure, I guess yeah. I, I still haven't seen the raid yet. I will at some point. Damn, uh, it's never going to be a thing. Uh, and, watch the freaking raid. Uh, I will. I will. I'll watch it at some point. I just it's not streaming, is it? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, my number one is uh, John McClane. In the uh, oh, I knew you'd do him, yeah. That's why I didn't choose it. No, (laughs) yeah, you would. (laughs) I mean, I love love the diehards. If there was a way I could connect it somehow to Serenity, but I really couldn't because Malcolm is not really a one man crew, like he's a he needs, yeah, yeah, he's part of a crew. That's I could could almost allow that, yeah, right? It's close. He needs the crew, and in fact, I mean, like, he only like the only other guy he fights in the movie, the agent, he doesn't you know kill him, he just he beats him temporarily but you know what i'm saying like um and there's not really any kind of star trek character that this works either or i mean maybe like you could say darth vader i guess he might be one i guess that'd be a good one right uh since none of us went star wars but um yeah darth vader and in the in the rogue one movie there that was a kind of a one man kind of deal which by the way uh my wife told me i think yesterday that she read that they've greenlit a rogue one tv series yeah it's a pre- prequel of uh, As- uh cassia or cassian yeah we're gonna get more Endo. of cassian and where he meets k2so and like how they become buddies and or whatever or how they get him and so it's gonna be like a couple years before the events of that movie Heck yeah. Okay, here's my hot take. And Corny's asking why, and I'm going to tell you why. Here's my hot take. You ready? And Sam's going to hate this, but I don't care. All right. That's wait, it. wait, wait, wait. Is this, a, is this a spoiler? No, no, no spoiler. Pro- promise, no spoiler. Okay. Is that... Because I, I don't want to have to take my, my thing off and anger you again. No, no. Okay. I really don't right. want you to take your thing off. I really don't want that. Um, okay. And that is Star Wars is becoming more like Star Trek in that... 
long form, a.k.a. the TV series, is becoming better than the films. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and what I mean is that most Trekkies, true diehard Trekkies, like the shows better than the movies. They always point to the shows as being the main source of the material and that the movies are just these ancillary popcorn things, right? But Agreed. They're, but they're, Agreed. Not, they're not the true thing. Whereas Star Wars, people are all like, it's all about the movies, and it's really only about episodes four, five, and six. Um, but we've, I've now, I'm on my second viewing of Clone Wars, the TV show, and it's really good. And the new season, season seven, is really good because we're getting uh, some closure on Ahsoka, and her story is really fascinating. Star Wars Rebels was really good. The Mandalorian was amazing, and mm-hmm. yeah, and that's I want, true. And I yeah. want more of it. And I think we'll, we've always said we want to live more in the Star Wars world, right? Yeah. yeah you know, even even the solo film I enjoyed because it was in that world. Yeah. And it, we don't have to have, and exactly, and I, I'm okay with a, a Rebel or a Rogue One prequel because Star Wars doesn't have to just be about a Skywalker or a Solo. Let's, let's have some other interesting people in the galaxy doing interesting things. And I think that that's really cool especially if John Favreau is somehow connected to it, please more of him yeah. or Dave Filoni who, uh, who uh, created um, rebels, Star Wars rebels and clone wars. So let's get those guys involved. So like, yeah. And, uh, and of course we, we all know about the, the long, um, Oh, you okay. Someone yeah, passed sorry. out. Like, oh, did, okay. Andrew, did you fall over and fall asleep or something? Oh, I'm uh, sorry. I thought I was muted. That's okay. But I dropped my phone. <laughs> okay. Right. Like did fat hit, uh, Chris, or did a fat Thor like tickle you or something back there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but like, there's gonna be a new Obi Wan series, right? With Ewan McGregor because he's now old enough to kind of play that in between age from Episode Three before he's older and gray when we meet him in Episode Four. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to him like thwarting bad guys while he's on Tatooine and, and, you know, dealing with threats to Luke and things like that. Like, I love the idea of that. So, um, anyway, that's my, that's my kind of thing about it. I'm, I'm just, I want more of it is what I'm saying. I want more long form star Wars. I think it's good. Well, you can tell better stories. With, with long form. You can make it more interesting. There's not so many people on the cutting room floor saying, cut this out, cut that out. Yeah. Um, for the sake of spectacle over, over story. Right. So anyway. Yeah. Cool. That's it. That was our movie. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. And now I play this clip here. Wait, what's supposed to happen? And this is where we give the movie a score uh, from zero to ten is uh, typically how we do this. And Andrew, as tradition dictates, will go first. Okay. I apologize that it sounds like a drone is taking off while I'm talking. Um, I would like to give this a 7.2 out of 10. Cool. I'll go with that. Uh, Cornelius. Uh, I was going to give it a lower score, but Sean, uh, your appreciation of the long single shot uh, has raised the score for me, so I will give it a 7.1 out of 10. Okay. Nice. I just, I was just, I was so blown away at how good that shot is. I just... You it, really need, you really need to see 1917. 
I rent will. it or something. Yeah, just we, we got to see it. I will at some point. Once we get into the new house, we get moved in, whatever, and, and we have a weekend yeah. where I can do that. Because my wife wants to see it, too. So we'll, we'll watch it. Um, but I just, I'm, I'm super fascinated at really Ow. like really creative filmmaking tools and, and, and ways to do things that are, that are different. You know, I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I've, like I've worked on a couple of low budget things and we could never do anything as cool as that. I mean, yeah. um, you know, so I just, I'm looking forward to, I, just, I want more of those types of things all the time. You know, like again, like what, what Joss Whedon did in the beginning of Serenity was, is, is beautiful. It's just a beautiful thing. And I love it. Because it's hard, you know. Like yeah. I, I, it's okay. It's okay for it to be hard for the filmmakers, and uh, I think that's cool. Sam, um, what was I going to say? Oh, um, I would give this uh, at least a seven point seven rakes to the face out of ten. This was a fun <laughs> one. I'll take it. All right, I'll take it. Uh, I'm cheating. I'm looking back at some of my other numbers of other movies that we did recently. And um, I liked this way better than American Assassin. I just, I think this is a way better film and maybe I was in the right mood when I scored it because I scored that movie pretty high. Um, I, I think this is a better movie than a lot of the other ones we've seen recently. I don't know. I think American Assassin had a better multi-tiered story than this. It does. That one's a little bit more in, you know, there's more intrigue. There's a little bit more nuance. This is a blunt instrument uh, as a, as a pair compared to that. Uh, You're you're not wrong. It's it's hard to, sometimes it's hard to compare. Yeah. That's spycraft. This is just, you know, warrior on the street kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, So there are different types of movies, but, I mean, I'm looking back at what I gave Six Underground, which is more like what this is. I gave Six Underground an eight. I had a good time with that. So I'm going to give this yeah. one an eight point one. Um, okay, just to be just a little bit better. I like Six Underground. I really like this one. I mean, this is on this is on par with my score for uh, Rise of Skywalker and um, uh, True Grit and. Uh, some other movies like that. And I'm okay with that. I think that's fine. I had a really good time with this. I liked it a lot. And like uh, I think Corny said, I will watch it again um, soon. I don't know if it's going to be in one of my in my, my rotation like uh, Hitman's Bodyguard. Because uh, yeah. I started that again the other night. <laughs> one o'clock, couldn't go to sleep. I'll start Hitman's Bodyguard. And so I did. Nice. Next week, we are doing something different. We are doing a cheap seat review first we are going to watch a movie that's on Disney Plus. Uh, so if you watch the movies with us and don't have Disney Plus, I'm sorry. Um, go yes. s- steal your uh, your friend's copy or your friend's uh, account code. But and, and these people might actually have this in their yeah. Go dig their, out your uh, old VHS. Yeah, find your VHS. Yeah. Uh, go to Goodwill near Matthews. You're going to find two VCRs there that I'm about to donate. So. Um, and pop in your copy of The Rocketeer. We're watching Disney's The Rocketeer. Mm-hmm. And I am so looking forward to this because I have not watched this movie in a long time. And I'm excited to watch it. And I can't remember. Is it PG or PG-13? I believe it's PG, isn't it? 
I can't. There, I mean, there's there's some there's some. That's probably PG thirteen violence. There's a so? there's a little bit of violence. I'm not really worried about the violence because there's not. It's PG. Yeah, it's it's a PG movie. Um, I might watch this with my son. I think he could watch this. Yeah, yeah. I, I asked my kids if Actually, they wanted to watch. It. Yeah, you do that and let me know because I'll I'll watch it with my daughters if it's if it's decent. Yeah, I think. Uh, uh, but you're going to be my guinea pig, just so you know. No, that's fair. Um, asked my kid. He slapped me. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> uh, for we all know your kid, and we know that that would actually never happen. So that's what makes that that's very comment, true. That makes that comment funny. Um, so anyway. Uh, yeah, that's gonna do it. That's the rest. Oh, and by the way, Disney um, has a Rocketeer cartoon series out right now, and oh, really? Yeah, we watched the first episode. It's kind of terrible. I just don't like the oh, animation dear. style. But they actually got Billy Campbell, who plays uh, Secord in the movie. Yeah, what's I mean? What's he doing? So he comes out and he's the voice of um, Dave Secord. And and he's basically the dad. So his daughter is she's the one that gets the pack, and so now she's going off and saving the day with her own pack. And I think she has like a robot dog or something. I can't remember. Oh dear lord! I, I just don't remember. I could be wrong. But we watched an episode. It was terrible. And uh, like even my son, that's all in. Yeah, she has a no. It's just a real dog, but I think the dog has a pack too or something. I can't remember. Because if you look at the poster, I mean the poster just just look at the poster. It tells you all you need. There's a new <laughs> high flying hero in town. Yeah, it looks terrible. So anyway, uh, so watch 1991's The Rocketeer, and yeah, that'll be a good time. I'm looking forward to that next week. In the meantime, you can check us out at cheapseatreviews.com. Uh, you can send us an email to cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. Be like our buddy last week that sent us an email. That was cool. Be like him and send us emails. Yeah. He, uh, he requested some movies, and as soon as... And once he, they stream, we, we will go to them. All over it, as soon as they're streaming. Yep. Again, I know we have a list of movies that people have requested for us to do that are just not streaming. I'm telling you, as soon as they get on there, because I check about once every other week, I kind of go through the list and say, oh, is... uh. Such and such on is with honors. I know, I know uh, our buddy has been asking for that one for about two years. As soon as it gets on there, man, we'll, we'll do it. And um, so, anyway, but again, we're creeping ever so closely to 300 where we are going to record 300. And I'm not going to lie, gentlemen, I've been toying with the idea of putting a poll up and asking, should we do 300 or 300 Rise of an Empire? 300. 300. Do we do the good one or the bad one? The good one. Do the good one. The bad one will Actually, be more the more fun to talk seat, about. In cheap seat, the uh, in cheap seat waste, we should do the bad one. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking about. I don't know. I mean, uh, you get to see Ava Green's boobs, but you get to yeah. see Cersei Lannister's boobs in the other one too. So, whichever one you like, it's up to you. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's it. Uh, again, uh, go to uh, those things websites. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes if you can. It'd be super awesome if you would do those things. Leave us a review on iTunes, Google Play, uh, YouTube. Uh, I know there are people that watch our YouTube channel, which is which is pretty cool. He's put it on the background and listen. So, thank you guys for that. Uh, facebookcom reviews I mentioned, um, and at Cheap Seatcast is our Twitter account. And uh, yeah, if you like the show, 
and you have you know a friend who's like, hey, I'm looking for another podcast to listen to. Because I see that all the time on either Facebook or Twitter. Like, hey, looking for another podcast recommendation. Just like, hey, these guys are pretty funny. So on behalf of uh, Andrew Corny and Sam, this is Sean Thing saying thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>